Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, at Managing Editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, your leading source for crossover pro wrestling MMA news. You got exclusives, photos, videos, interviews, podcasts. What can't you get at FightfulWrestling.com? We have it all. We uh, actually posted the news of a big happening tonight exclusively on Fightful.com, so you just never know when we're going to drop some nuggets i dropped a pretty big nugget on fightful select this week first off i'm joined by alex pelowski alex how are you uh i'm doing all right uh i'm in mourning for uh becky lynch well uh, we'll we'll talk about that momentarily but i'm dropping nuggets right now i'm just lowering nuggets onto all of your faces on FightfulSelect.com this week, early access, I do have the uh, Abyss interview as well as making a finisher, Abyss's Black Hole Slam, one I was very excited to do. I have my match ratings and podcast notes for SummerSlam 92. That podcast will go up soon. But how about this? The biggest damn dark match commentary that I have ever released, without a doubt, Joey Abs versus Brutal Bob Evans. Ooh. Yeah, that, I do the clap thing. That's that's something I actually picked up from Vince Russo. He called me on the phone today. Wow. And it's it, a bolt out of the blue. Yeah. It every time he calls me, it's it's the same. Sean Ross Sap. I'm like, hey Vince, what's up? He's like, hey, bro, have you been having trouble with the Google Hangouts too? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, Vince, I have been. Because I think I saw him say that and I mentioned it to him. He's like, bro, I can't figure out what's going on. And I'm like, neither, Vince. I'm trying. I'll let you know what I hear. He's like, what are you using as a backup? Because we go through this shit all the time. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I use a wire cast, which I don't like anymore. But yeah, I got a call from Vince Russo today. That was funny. But <laughs> Joey Abs, brutal Bob Evans. Joey Abs, the Mean Street Posse, brutal Bob Evans. 
of Ring of Honor fame. Also, I have tons of other early access stuff. If you all don't want to wait until Wednesday to see this week's bro spot with Matt Riddle, it is up as well. I let people in the $10 tier uh, submit questions that I may use for interviews. Lots of cool stuff at FightfulSelect.com. It is uh, how I, you know what? I'll use this term a lot tonight. It is your enhancement to Fightful.com. Maybe you love Fightful.com and you say, I just want to get enhanced. FightfulSelect.com is the way to go. SmackDown Live tonight. You know, I I thought the show was pretty solid. Maybe some of the work wasn't so solid. But let's jump right into it. We have Renee Young kicking off the show, bringing out Becky Lynch. She got a nice reaction. And I love the promo she cut, Alex. It was scripted, but she delivered it in a way that made me believe everything. And boy, did she put that SmackDown Women's Championship over. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, I mean, it's a... There's a direct through line from from the, uh, the 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 original brand split that they have this most recent uh, incarnation of it uh, of of Becky Lynch through to now, uh, from from being the first woman drafted to being the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion to to losing it to Alexa Bliss and that catapulting Alexa Bliss through like that was the first Alexa Bliss's first championship. Now she's been the SmackDown Champion so many times, Raw Women's Champion so many times, like it's. There's this whole thing. And since then, since losing it, Becky Lynch hasn't been able to get it back. And that's, she talks about that in this promo. And um, it's a thing that everyone seems to have been rooting for her this whole time. Yeah. And she's been marginalized in a lot of different ways. Um, And now she's finally got a one-on-one title match at SummerSlam for that SmackDown Women's Championship that she hasn't had since December of 2016. And no, she doesn't. So Carmella comes out and Carmella says that, and I thought Carmella's promo, if we hadn't seen this psych promo so many times, boy, it would have had a lot more gravity. But I did enjoy Carmella toned down as opposed to how she's usually cutting promos. As much as I think she she does that prom, that loud promo well, she's done it every week for so long yeah. that I'm kind of numb to it. Yeah. This, I thought Carmella made a lot of good points. She was, she said, Becky, you were the crown jewel of SmackDown. You were selected so high. I was the last pick. Surprised that I even ended up on SmackDown. People don't think I deserve this. Yeah. I mean, if she would have thrown in a Paul Von Dale reference in there about how her dad, she comes from a long line of losers. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that too. But you knew the psych was coming. You just didn't know how. Yeah, that's the thing with these promos is that if WWE ever wants to have a heel come out and cut a promo, like bearing their soul and being really sincere about the reasons why they've been so shitty, and now they realize that's not the way to go anymore, and I they just they just want to you know to turn over a new leaf. There's no way anybody in the crowd's going to believe it. It's just not like this was actually done really, really well. She raised a lot of good points. Uh, the thing I loved was like in NXT back when everybody was telling me that I would only ever be a manager or a hype girl. You were uh, you were you were in the main event, and you were you were the and you always had a time to give me advice. And I always remembered that. That's a really cool backstory for this one-on-one match that we're never going to get to see. 
James Ellsworth music hits to a pretty big pop, Alex. Yeah, yeah. People were hoping he was coming back. Uh, count me not among them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of amazing to look and see. James Ellsworth, at least digitally, is a big draw. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but yeah. he is a one million view machine on YouTube. How about this? To the point to where... He got NWA 10 pounds of gold to a million views. Yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. And they do some great stuff. NWA 10 pounds of gold, highly recommended. But most of their videos, they, they don't land anywhere near that. Old Big Daddy Ellsworth just came through there swinging the hog and bam. Yeah. Yep. Little, little, well, one million dust all over you. That's, mm-hmm. that's him. Instead... Carmella hits Becky Lynch in the back of the head with the title. Beats her up a little bit. Charlotte makes her return, as reported exclusively this evening by Fightful.com. FightfulWrestling.com. Clickety-clack over there. Pat Fannin wrote up a great story about it. She's back. Hits hits a a T-bone, an exploder, whatever it may be. Yeah, she's she she's back and and like clockwork, she's immediately the most important thing in the women's division. Yeah. Like like immediately. Um, so what do you, what do you think about that? Immediately afterwards, as immediately again, Carmella is not happy about this. Mm-hmm. She goes backstage, complains to Paige. Paige says, "I don't like the way you're handling this. So you're going to face Charlotte tonight, and if you lose, Charlotte is inserted into the SummerSlam title match. Now, we'll get to that match later, but mm-hmm. your thoughts on this announcement as the show was going on? Well, um, it was immediately like, oh, oh, okay. And my first thought was, poor Becky. Because I thought, wow, this is a great coming out party. Like, really, like, like they've seen the kind of response she gets whenever she's on TV, which isn't enough. Uh, they saw that great promo that she cut after she beat um, the, you know, I think was one of uh, one of Ab- the old Absolution, um, and she was like, "I'm dedicating everything that I have to becoming SmackDown Women's Champion again, and I'm doing it for all of you because you've had my back this whole time." Like that was a huge thing. It got her even more over with the crowd. She's the these the baby face we all want to root for, the most pure, maybe regardless of gender. In all the WWE, um, and they're like, ah, no, just kidding. Um, Ric Flair's daughter's back, so we're gonna put the title on her. Like, that's what it felt like to me, and I was like, that sucks for Becky. I mean, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, not, I'm no Charlotte hater. I just feel like a lot of times that she's, she's pushed because of that Flair name, that they know they can easily get, um, a, um, a more mainstream. Uh, eyes on it because they go, hey, Ric Flair's daughter. And they always think of that as that's the way people are going to come to the program. But I just feel bad for Becky because I think she does great, great work. She's the least appreciated of the original four horsewomen. And I don't think that's deserved. I think that she's just as great as the other three, but doesn't get the love. All things considered, I like the opening segment leading up to the page thing. I thought it was executed very well. I thought they did great. WWE Tag Team Contender Tournament. The Bar defeated the Usos. Now guys, I do post my match ratings for Raw and SmackDown the mornings after on Fightful.com, as well as uh, pay-per-view nights as well, so check that out. 
This is the bar's first TV match in two months. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I was I was telling a buddy of mine off the air that Charlotte can take a couple months off. Randy Orton yeah. can take a couple months off. The bar can take a couple months off. Samoa Joe, a month. This was concurrently. All these yeah. people were gone at the same time. Yeah. And SmackDown wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but you, you've got some people who can take some time off. There was no Oscar on this show. Nope. And I thought that it, it went along just fine. Uh, so the bar are back. They didn't have any ring rust. Well, I mean, they've been working anyway, and they've been right. doing a lot of World Cup-related stuff for WWE. New Day come out and join ringside or join commentary at ringside. This is a tweet I put out. When you think about it, Sheamus is remarkably decorated. Royal yeah. Rumble, King of the Ring. He's won like slammies. He's been a tag champ, U.S. champ, world heavyweight, uh, WWE champion. He's won a title match at WrestleMania over Daniel Bryan at that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's just weird to think that. Get basic back and forth tag work until Sheamus gets ring posted. Jimmy Uso goes wild on the hot tag. Jay goes over the top rope onto Sheamus. And Jimmy Uso gets pushed off the top rope onto the barricade as we go into a commercial. We come back. Sheamus is going for white noise, but Cesaro gets super kicked in front of him. One Uso splash lands, but when they go for another one, Cesaro hits a hits an uppercut. Sheamus uh, rolls up Jimmy for the win. It is the bar against the New Day next week. How you feel? Um, absence makes the heart grow fonder with all these people you mentioned. Like I, I always really liked um, the bar. I thought they were really great. For I mean, at the beginning, when I thought like it was this ridiculous shoehorned thing, like let's make these guys the tag team after they had eleven billion matches in a row. Uh, yeah. I didn't like that, but like, hey, you know, the end justifies the means. These guys are great together. Uh, I've missed them a lot. It's amazing what what not being on TV for two months will do when you genuinely like the the act. When it comes back, you're like. That's awesome. They're back. And they they may have been playing the hits, but I hadn't seen them in so long that that it didn't feel like it was old news or anything. Um, I loved Cesaro just uppercutting an Uso out of the air was vicious. These two guys are just bruisers. Like, it's really cool to watch these guys uh, throw bows with, with the Usos. Um, and uh, I, I feel like be, simply because of straight uh, heel face dynamics, you're going to see the New Day beat the bar next week uh, in the New Day versus the uh, Bludgies at SummerSlam. But I think that the bar are great tweeners. Like, who doesn't want to root for Cesaro? And when Sheamus is part of the act, you want to root for him too, even though they're, they can do some stuff in the ring that's a little over the top. Um, uh, as far as how brutal it is, um, it's hard to root against them. So I wonder what you do with with these guys as far as that goes. But we were talking last night about the Raw Tag Division and how it's a bunch of comedy acts, the Revival, and the Authors of Pain who are being turned into a comedy act. But here on... on Maybe not a comedy act, but a damn joke for sure. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you have to laugh at them because they're being booked so poorly. But tonight, tonight you see, last week, if they actually ever get around to using Sanity properly, which they probably won't, uh, you have Sanity, um, The New Day, Usos, The Bar, and The Bludgeon Brothers. As much as I hate that gimmick, I like Harper and Rowan as a tag team. That's five really good tag teams over on SmackDown. Like, 
utilize sanity properly. Make them make them something that's not a joke as well. Uh, and that's a hell of a tag division on, on Tuesday nights. Rather liked the match. Thought it was solid. Probably the best match of the night, honestly. Didn't have a lot of competition, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I know this is a wrestling podcast, but god damn. I just got an alert on my phone that the Washington Nationals were beating the New York Mets 25-1. to 1. Are the Mets still fielding a team? Because I, I, I well, heard... well, they fielded a team that had Jose Reyes <laughs> pitching an inning of six-run ball. Oh, well, yeah, this, yeah. Although I have been told that the Mets have mounted a comeback and have scored three runs in the ninth inning. Mm. So, wow. Hey, guys, join FightfulSelect.com for just $5. You will get the 205 Live NXT review this week and every week. You'll get... Uh, Mr. Warren Hayes' G1 Weekly Wrap-Up. You'll get my Weekender podcast. you get the retro reviews every month, the members-only podcast, the Q&A podcast, the dark match commentary. And that's just what we start off with. There are higher tiers. Check it out, my friends. Had some promos. Samoa Joe comes out and cuts one, saying that he knows AJ Styles holds being a WWE champion above even his own family. and gets really, really personal here. You know, I can't necessarily relate to the you're going after my kid thing because I don't have a kid. Right. I mean, if you came on my podcast and you said, you don't love Oliver the cat nearly enough, I'd say, (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) So, you know, I can kind of see this here, but we didn't see Styles. Did they even mention that he wasn't there? No, not that I know of. I mean, maybe he's... Selling the horrible, vicious beating he took last week. They do yeah. that sometimes. He's probably in the dark match after 205 Live, you know? Yeah. I thought this was a good promo. Samoa Joe can deliver the hell out of these, man. Samoa Joe is so great. Somebody told me, like, you can tell how great he is because he gets so worked up. He's just, he's, like, lathered in sweat by the end. Like, well, yeah, but speaking as a fellow uh, Husky fella, Sometimes when you're talking a lot, you just start to sweat. Um, I, 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 I love this. I think he's, he's so good on the mic. God, it, it's, listen, the, the heel cutting a promo, bring, bringing your family into it. That's, you don't bring my family into this. Um, it's been done so many times that I can do a little air quote thing around it. Um, uh, but uh, not, not when, Jose, not when uh, Samoa Joe does it. Because when he does it, it feels real. It feels like like he knows, you know. And that's what I love about it is that I've known you a long time, AJ. Like I just, they also get a chance to say, which I like this, um, for the first time ever in WWE, they're acknowledging Samoa Joe and AJ's history without saying outright what that history is. Yes. We, we know it, but... Like, but the fact that they they're not trying to say this is a fir- it's a dream match, first time ever, never seen before anywhere, which they usually do. Um, I like that they're actually acknowledging that this these guys have have gone to the mattresses a, f- a few times um, in the past. I like all that. It really adds to this. I mean, and like I said last week, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles one on one at SummerSlam. Imagine somebody telling you that five years ago. Not a chance. Charlotte was interviewed backstage where she said that she wasn't expecting to even be at SummerSlam, much less be in the match. 
uh, for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. She said that she just wanted to support Becky Lynch. Are you buying it from no. a character standpoint? No. No. I do mean, you know, I think- do you know why Charlotte took time off? I I don't. She had to get some enhancements. She had to get enhancements too, because I feel like that's that's a, I I did not realize that she was in need of that before. She had some enhancements that went awry. Ah. ah. However, you know we we talk about the blue brand. We talk about enhancement. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense for our viewers. Yeah. After watching the blue brand to go check out the real blue brand over at bluechew.com. That's where you can get your enhancements, my friend. You can increase your performance in the bedroom. Increase your confidence in the bedroom. You won't be cutting promos saying, well, I didn't even expect to be at SummerSlam. You'll know damn well you belong there. You'll have that confidence. You'll have that enhancement. You'll have that performance. And you'll say, you're damn right. And you know what? Maybe we'll turn it into a triple threat. Maybe yep. that's how good your performance will be. By Possible. using com and using that code FIGHTFUL. That's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, bluechew.com. It brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night. Main event or opening match doesn't matter. Even on a full stomach, since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Maybe you are presented an impromptu opportunity, Alex. Yeah. You choose some bluechew.com, code Fightful. Bam, you're ready to go. That's right. A little little PSA, though, uh, folks at home. If your triple threat lasts longer than four hours, hey, 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 then call everybody and let them know you had a good time. That's right. And you all can try this for free by using our code Fightful. You just pay $5 shipping. You don't have to need it to just love it. Bluechew.com, use that code Fightful. No awkwardness. No pharmacy, no doctor's visit, delivered to you discreetly. Bluechew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Becky Lynch is backstage. She says she is not happy that Charlotte is involved in the triple threat. I like this. Why mm-hmm. would she be? She, of course not. No, yeah, this is the thing. Is that, Yes, uh, she doesn't have to be involved in the fall at all. To lose, uh, to not be champion. She also like same thing with Carmella. Listen, like if you put if you give if you put out a poll where, where it was all these options with how this match, this triple threat is going to come out. Um, I think that like Becky Lynch is getting pinned by whoever becomes champion. Like that's just the way that, that, that WWE booking works. Um, so it's just that's just the way that I. And the thing is, Becky Lynch, the person. The woman, not the character. She knows that. She knows that. She knows that's how it works. So we'll we'll see. We'll see uh, uh, how these next few weeks go. 
but um, I'm I'm wondering how how in the moment Rebecca Quinn was when she was saying that out loud. You know. Well, I mean, the match is going to be much better with Charlotte in it. Oh yeah, sure, without a doubt. Like, sure, without a doubt. Sure. Jeff Hardy calls out Randy Orton, who obliges, but then Shinsuke Nakamura shows up and kicks the living shit out of Jeff Hardy. I mean, really bad. He and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura stare each other down, and then Randy Orton beats the living shit out of him pretty badly. And then the most dastardly thing you could do, he washed the man's face. He, He washed the man's face. How do you not get a Stridex or a Noxzema sponsor out of this next week? I, I don't know. I, I, I did want to address the um, the promo that Jeff Hardy cut where he came out and he had the face paint and the weird contacts. And um, he was talking about uh, how he just doesn't feel right without the, the United States championship. It, feel, it feels like I've lost my, my third eye. And it just, I don't feel right. Like he, he had the championship for like 90 days. Like it wasn't like he had this, he had it for a year and a half. And like, I, I doesn't, I don't feel like myself without this thing around my waist. Like Jeff, really, we, we kind of forgot that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that's, that's fine and everything. Um, Randy Orton just being, um, I love this, what this feels. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Feels like to me uh, is it feels like two Batman villains teaming up uh, with Shinsuke and Randy Orton. Like they both want to kill Batman, but they can't fully trust each other. And so that moment where Randy Orton backs off uh, Shinsuke felt <laughs> like Bane and the Joker like going face to face for a second. Like, oh no, no, big guy, I'll, you can do whatever you want. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be back here, but uh, but I want a piece of him when you're done. Like that, that was a cool thing because I don't feel like these guys are in cahoots. Usually two heels just become in cahoots uh, when they're going after one baby face. But I like that these guys don't particularly like each other, but they both hate this other guy even more. I like that a lot. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to one-up one another and kicking his ass and they were a little bit offended that the other one would kick his ass a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I still feel bad for Jeff. He, you know, he's hurting, and he, he's the only one bumping right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's the only one taking a bump. Backstage, there is a bludgeoning. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Zelina Vega defeated 
Lana. I'm glad to see Zelina wrestling. I forgot how small she was. She's teeny. Lana towered over her. Lana, yeah. who, by the way, you can add Lana to the list of wrestlers way better than Kelly Kelly. <laughs> yes. In yes. that era? Yeah. Lana worked circles around half that roster. Yeah. I uh, You retweeted, I think, a, a piece of fan art about the, the upcoming women's pay-per-view uh, where they put in all the all the women yeah. past, present, and future, and like the fifth biggest face on that little um, collage was Kelly Kelly, and I was oh. like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 you gotta put her in the back row because no. Well, first off, she's got to go to a Hollywood medium to get tests approval to be on yeah. the show. Right, right. No, or else yeah. she ain't getting booked. No, that's true. I do like to to bust the ball and more the I like to bust the balls of Kelly Kelly fans more than anything because let's be honest Kelly Kelly doesn't give a shit no, what no. I think about her no nor should she yeah a lot of the action happens during the break Lana gets choked on the ropes after a face buster Zelina applies a dragon sleeper and Lana strikes out of this look terrible they Not were great. so bad but then Lana does get some nice offense in including a neck breaker. And a spinneroony, Alex. Yes, she did. That was a good-looking spinneroony. A hell of a spinneroony. She then gets uh, double knees up against the ropes. I kind of wish she would have thrown a little shade at Andrade yeah. while she did that. Yeah. He tries to interfere, and Aiden English yanks him off the apron. Lana gets pulled off the top rope and pinned, and she's not happy. Why? I don't know. Aiden didn't distract her. Aiden did everything he should have done. Right. I mean... I guess maybe maybe Lana's like, what's Andrade gonna do? Punch me? Like that's that's not a thing that's going to happen on WWE TV. Like maybe she's like she's thought far enough ahead that she's worked out all the tropes and she knows there was no danger of anything actually happening. Um, no, all this is is to further the rift between Aiden and Rusev. By the way, I I, I cannot remember uh, who tweeted this, but um, but it's brilliant. The only way that I will accept the breakup of Aiden English and Rusev is if Aiden English immediately reverts back to his old vaudevillian character. And he, while dressed in a big cape and a top hat while twirling his mustache, he ties Lana to the railroad tracks. <laughs> um, like, it, it, like an old silent movie vignette. That's the only way this, this whole thing will be okay with me because I do like this, this as a trio. I think they're great together. Breaking them up for the sake of breaking them up just doesn't seem right so an apologetic Aiden English feels bad for Lana backstage and he hits the bricks before Rusev shows up yelling and Lana let Rusev had it she she was like I know you might not need me but I needed you tonight Uh this was a great segment too this was was great from all of them I felt for all three of them and this you know I don't know where this is going and I like that yeah I know where I hope it isn't going but I mean they could get a Rusev eight and English match out of this, and then they just make up. I mean, that can happen. They didn't make any sense of Harper and Rowan teaming up, and I don't know how many times I said last year, have them beat the shit out of each other on a random SmackDown and go through tables. Then yeah. they just hug each other and laugh about it afterwards because they're crazy. Yeah. These two guys are best friends. Lana is Rusev's wife. Obviously, Aiden English cares about Lana enough to – help her during her match, even though she's read him the riot act before. So I'm hoping that they just work shit out because I'm okay with that. Sure. 
I don't see it as a time wasted if there's a good story told to me. Oh, boy. This promo was something. Daniel yeah. Bryan comes out. You're going to have some people say, well, they do this promo all the time. I don't give a shit, man. I believe every bit of it. I believe yeah. every bit of it. Daniel Bryan puts over the WWE Evolution announcement about how far women's wrestling has come and mentioned uh, Brie Bella's match that it kind of helped launch that. He says they take steps backwards, too, and shows The Miz hilariously throwing a baby doll at him. That is not a step back. That is a huge step forward in uh, baby doll humor on WWE programming, uh, something we have sorely missed out on since Gene Snitsky in 2005-2004. Mm. I will echo my sentiment from last week. Miz should have punted that baby doll. Yeah, he, he it, it was a missed opportunity, to be sure. Um, it was. I did like, uh, from Daniel Bryan's perspective, like how how the Miz can be such a hypocrite of calling Daniel Bryan soft for, you know, basically retiring to go be a dad and how he didn't, you know, like, you know, hey, stop being a dad and come back and wrestle. Or are you a coward? Um, meanwhile, you just became a dad, Miz, and all you're doing is going off and filming your reality show about being a dad and you won't wrestle. I like that from a, from a, from a kayfabe standpoint, like I absolutely believe Daniel Bryan having those feelings and he expressed them well. My thing is where Bryan often loses me is saying the Miz is soft. Yeah. That doesn't ring true for me because if this were 10 years ago, I'd have believed him. Right. But Um, after working through having his teeth knocked out, working through having a concussion in the main event of WrestleMania, working an insane schedule, not taking any time off for the birth of his child. Right. Right. Two reality shows in movies all the time. I'm not buying that the Miz is soft anymore. That's not a talking point I can get behind. Right. Now, here's the thing. If this was a different company, I am on board for this because I would think you're going to do a storyline where Daniel Bryan consistently underestimates the Miz because Daniel Bryan takes such pride in his style of wrestling, the way he's done it for his entire life, and the way he, with the Miz used to be, is this soft thing in Bryan's head. So Bryan underestimates the Miz, and the Miz, in their first one-on-one match, gets the best of Bryan because Bryan has underestimated him, thinking he would be soft, and Miz shows he's got an edge to him. Then in their rematch, Brian has to approach the Miz completely differently, and Brian can get can get the victory there. Like if you're going to actually tell this story that way, where the Miz, where Daniel Bryan is flawed because of the way he underestimates his opponent, and that's not something he normally does. If you do it that way, I'm totally on board. I do not trust the WWE to do it that way. So we'll see. So Brian wants to fight Miz at SummerSlam. Both guys back and forth, go back and forth. Miz says being in conflict keeps Daniel Bryan relevant. Says he's been carrying Daniel Bryan since his time as a pro. Brian says Miz will never be Rock or Cena. To the contrary, Miz had some damn good numbers for Miz and Mrs. last week. Yeah. Beat out Crisley in the ratings. Now, let's be fair. Miz and Mrs. has a pretty relevant lead-in. Yes. But when you add all this stuff up and rerun viewers for USA are important to them. Yeah. Because Miz and Mrs. is the kind of show 
for example, when I was a teenager and I watched the Osbournes, I didn't tune in whenever it was on, right. on the live episode. I would catch it on like on, during the weekend. So not only was Miz and Mrs. did it have the lead in from SmackDown, it was the lead in to SmackDown tonight. Right. So uh, that's going to be nice. And to me, quite honestly, I look at things and I know we, we look at pro wrestling numbers and we see 3 million, 4 million. 1.4 million is a resounding success oh, yeah. for a reality show on the USA Network. They are thrilled with those numbers. Yeah. As, and they should be. They should yeah. be. Yeah. I would say by the end of the week, over 2 million people probably watch that show. And that's, yeah, those 1.4 million were before DVR and before yeah. the replay. So that is a success, at least early on. We'll see how the, the next numbers do. You all can go to fightful.com for that. It's promo kicked ass. It just felt real. Yeah. Felt good. Some will say it's been done over and over, but these two still haven't fought. And I think at SummerSlam, it is a big time. Big time match. Now, uh, as go ahead, I did want to uh, give a, a shout out to the Miz for having a, a guy in in the in the truck who had the that baby thing queued up for him. That was nice of that guy to have him from from live via satellite. He could queue that thing up. It was so so weird. Uh, I thought he should have just had a picture of, of Birdie Joe crying of, of yeah. Daniel Bryan's daughter, and that would that would be it. Having like seventeen babies, it kind of was like, oh wait, so oh I get it. He's a crying baby. Oh no, he's two crying babies. Oh, he's a dozen crying babies. I, you, the metaphor is lost on me now, Mike. I, I don't know. Guys, make sure you check out my Fightful Wrestling Weekly. It is about a thousand words worth of exclusives, behind the scenes info, even some Fightful info that maybe you missed, or maybe I can elaborate a little bit more in my weekly column. You get early access to that by subscribing to FightfulSelect.com and selecting that second tier. Also, our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Covered that pretty extensively, and I cover it in the Fightful Select Weekender. I'll have news on Raw and SmackDown this week, news on Matt Riddle and CZW, Colby Covington, who is backstage at Raw, Dan Lambert, who you know from Impact Wrestling, Eddie Edwards, uh, Trevor Lee, Madison Rain, Pentagon, got a bunch of that type of stuff in this week's Fightful Wrestling Weekly. Drops every Friday morning. Charlotte Flair defeated Carmella. To get in the SummerSlam title match, I thought this match was sloppy. Yep. They made it extra sloppy, Florians. It was rough. Uh, Charlotte has some ring rust, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it did It did feel like she got cleared this afternoon. You know what I yep. mean? She uh, missed a moonsault by a mile. Missed Carmella's boot, too. Really ugly missed kick spot into an even uglier head scissors into the barricade from Carmella. Charlotte does get a moonsault off the apron and hits natural selection, but Carmella kicked out. I loved how much the announcers put over that Carmella kicked out. Yes. I think they should have put it over as she's developing. She's getting better. Yeah. Like she's learning a little bit. The the championship is rubbing off on her. The championship is making her. I, uh, I uh, agreed. Um, all the way through, uh, everything you said makes perfect sense to me. I also wanted to add, um, Carmella's got a petition to never have Mike Kyoto referee another match of hers. Oh, of course. <laughs> because he's the guy who, who looked at the briefcase and she was trying to cash it in as though he had never seen it before and did not know its contents, did not know that there were a thing called briefcases. 
like completely out of the blue. And, and well, that- what happened is it was like WWE 2K, and they selected 2003 Mike Kyoto as the referee, and that Mike Kyoto had actually never seen that briefcase. That's, that's true. You got to select the new one. You got to pick the, the, the updated one. But tonight, I have never seen a ref count the count out that slow. Oh yeah. Oh man, Mike, you're just getting into it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to start counting until you move six inches backwards. Then I will start counting. Like, come on, Mike. I oh. liked. I liked her trying to get that count out. Why wouldn't oh, she? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, by hook or by crook, like you, you any way you can to, to make sure you don't have to deal with Charlotte in a in the in uh, to keep your title at SummerSlam. Absolutely. Carmella goes for a small package but does it wrong. Charlotte applies the figure eight and wins. This was not good. No, not not at all. I mean, I gave it the same match rating as I did Zelina and Lana. That shouldn't happen. Zelina is is good, but she's not a wrestler these days. No. They, I thought they had the same level of matches a couple of valets did earlier in the night in a mid card match. Right, that ain't good. But Charlotte's got to work off this ring rust, and I'm glad to see her back because she is a star. Yes, she is a star. She, she absolutely is a star. Um, it 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 is a weird thing of if Charlotte is is around, she's she's automatically the most important thing in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, which which to me. Um, makes it very interesting to see if we ever get Charlotte and Rhonda on the same show. Um, because that's because she's Rhonda, all she has to do is like just be in breathing distance of, of the arena. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, what's Rhonda doing? Um, now she's super dynamic and I'm, I'm really like what she's doing uh, on Raw, but it's, it's, it'd be very interesting to see um, how that relationship would work out with Charlotte and Rhonda in the same locker room doing the same stuff on the same show. I often like to bring up people who uh, are not on the show. That includes Shelton Benjamin hasn't been on the show for quite a while. Yeah. A couple months, nothing really for me. Still working live events against our truth, actually. Uh, hmm. No, you know, no Ty Dillinger again this week. No Oscar. Sanity, not there. AJ yeah. Styles, not there. The club has been out of the picture for quite a while. On the women's side, Absolution, still not there. The Iconics, nothing going on for them. Naomi, nothing going on for her. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody said this thing of, of uh, you know, they did the little snarky tweet of, hey, remember when Naomi won the first ever um, uh, women's battle royal at, at uh, WrestleMania and, and then they did all that awesome push with her? Oh, no way. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, like, there's there's a lot of people that are, that are not using in, in a lot of different ways. It's odd to me that you say, hey, our truth is back. And he looked really good in the ring. Yeah. And he, he, had a, he had a match against Samoa Joe. And the next week didn't exist. I, like until you mentioned that he wasn't on the show, I had forgotten that he even existed. And he was on in a match versus the number one contender last week, and I forgot he even existed. There are so many people, which is why it it make it, it's a good thing a lot of these times where you have a guy take a month, two month, two months off so that other people can step in. Uh, but now all those people are back, so somebody else has got to take some time off. Listen, Shelton's getting up there. So if he doesn't have to do TV bumps, that's good for him. When he comes back, hopefully he has a little run left in him. 
and he can get like an actual program for the U.S. title or something. Uh, they could do a lot. I think he's got a lot left in the tank, even though he's an older guy. We're going to rapid fire some news. Alexa Bliss says she'll probably turn babyface one day, but thinks she'll probably be bad at it. Agreed. <laughs> she also <laughs> said she found out about WWE Evolution when everybody else did. Huh. Uh, you, you mean weeks ahead of time? Exactly. <laughs> Young Bucks and LAX are going to wrestle aboard uh, Chris Jericho's cruise. That is Impact versus ROH. You think this is a sign of things to come? Uh, it, I mean, it should be. I mean, if those, those two companies are smart. They'll figure out a way to do that because those two guys, those two companies together, working with New Japan guys and Lucha Lucha Underground guys, all that together, that's a worthy secondary company. Bridge them. Bridge them all. Because here's the thing. Right now, Ring of Honor has a really nice benefit in that their wrestlers only wrestle for them in New Japan. Right. MLW, Lucha Underground, Impact, and all across the Indies, you're going to see those guys. But if you bring everybody together and you can put on some kind of mega show with Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, Lucha Underground, New Japan, MLW, all those, do like a real great super show, and you just kick egos to the curb. Yeah. Do it, man. Do it. Because WWE is a behemoth. You will never knock off WWE right now. You won't. But it's like Rupert Murdoch gets into wrestling, maybe. Yeah. WWE is never better than when they have to work for it. Like right now, they're on the very top of the mountain and they don't have to do anything. Their stock price is through the roof and they're doing nothing in their lead up to SummerSlam. Like last night on Raw was just dreck. Like if they actually have to work for it to stay on top, the, the quality is going to be better. Um, so, I mean, and also you, you get guys in, in Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, New Japan, Lucha that are that like are saying, okay, now that we got all these eyes on us, now it's time. Let's Let's really go for it. There are a lot of cool dream matches between people in those companies that you could do in a crossover event that would get a lot of eyes on that product. Somebody in the chat says, thank God you're talking Impact, ROH, Lucha Underground, New Japan, FWWE. Hey, guy, we have a podcast devoted to it on FightfulSelect.com. Tier 1, only $5. We also have uh, Bobby Roode versus Mojo Raleigh scheduled for a singles match next week on Raw. You don't have to talk about that. I'm going to wait and get your, your thoughts then. Nick Aldis officially defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Cody Rhodes at All In. Are you interested in that? I mean, I guess. I mean, the fact that it's, I mean, the the NWA title has such a legacy behind it going back, you know, 75 years or whatever. Um, It's so maybe, I guess, I was ever that big of a Magnus fan. So, you know, I don't know. But, but listen, Cody is a, is a great showman now. Like he's he's done so much to like to 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 enhance his brand. He always makes it worthwhile Dude, to watch. I, I, I knew he was something special when we when he was dashing Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and when he did the the broken face gimmick. Nikki Bella says that her and John Cena are breaking up. I'm not buying it. Never gonna buy it. I mean, this thing is is that when it, when that when the the breakup first happened. And the, the cynics of like, this is just to get more people to watch Total Bellas. And I was like, they wouldn't do that, would they? 
because I didn't want to believe that that love was af- officially dead. Um, but no, apparently it is because the entire season re- revolves around that. And now at the end of the in the cliffhanger, oh no, they're really really broken up now. So like I don't know, who cares? Like this whole thing was a, was a was a really poorly um, executed um, moment for the for the engagement in uh, in the ring at WrestleMania. So like if you're actually going to make this into a damn story, of course you have the engagement fall apart, and then maybe they're back together. But this time they're off for real. But then they do get back together, and guess what happens at the next WrestleMania? The wedding happens. Yeah, boy. Oh, boy. Guys, thank you all so much for watching. Those of you who ask how you can help outside of Fightful Select, drop a comment on one of our stories. That stuff helps. Just drop a comment on our discus boards. Uh, We do live coverage and discussion. SmackDown was not an engaging show tonight, despite the, the reaction to Charlotte's return. There's not a lot there. Drop a comment there or on our YouTube. Hey, preferably over on the website. But if you want to drop one on YouTube, that's fine too. We also have Fightful Scraps. It is our clip page on YouTube, a project that Jimmy Van is devoting a lot of time to, really enhancing that, giving you all uh, really short, digestible clips from Fightful.com. Of course, visit our friends at BlueChew.com. Use that code Fightful. Get a free sample you just pay. $5 $5 shipping, and even if you don't, hit them up on Twitter and say, damn it, I heard about your great product from Sean Ross Sapp and Alex Pawlowski. Joseph Farley says it's all about that SEO. you damn right it is. It helps. We haven't been around for decades. We don't have somebody whose face has been on national TV at the forefront of our site, so that type of stuff is very important to us. It's the little ways that you all can help. Alex, what do you got going on this week? Uh, trying to get some sleep. Our, our, our daughter is, is in some kind of crazy regression thing where she, she's just a terror. Like we're, we're hitting the terrible two six months early and I was not prepared, Sean. Well, I'm certainly not prepared, <laughs> but I am prepared for the list in your boy Wednesday, 3 PM Eastern. Jimmy Van says he has a major announcement at the top of the show. I don't believe him. <laughs> don't believe him at all but we'll see we'll see i did the holy smokes mma podcast today just filled with technical errors we didn't do an audio version but you can see our predictions on youtube.com slash fightful or fightfulmma.com guys thank you all so much like i said fightfulselect.com bluechew.com use that code fightful visit our forums comment on our stories like subscribe oh i gotta shill it all Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.